Hey guys, Pastor AJ here, shooting my first video in my new studio, so excited about that. But today we're talking, he gets us. Did you see the Super Bowl ad? Uh, a lot of people are talking about it, and uh, I kind of didn't really know what I thought. To be honest, I, I didn't like it too much, but uh, it's getting a lot of pushback from the evangelical community. And I actually woke up yesterday wanting to shoot my own video on this, but then a video from commentator Benny Johnson popped up in my newsfeed. I watched it, and I actually felt like he did such a good job explaining this issue and really breaking down the commercial, the people that made it, uh, the theological statements behind it, uh, even for somebody who's not a trained theologian. So uh, I'm just going to play his video for you and give you my commentary on it. Here we go. Okay, like I said, I thought commentator Benny Johnson did such a great job with his assessment of this commercial that uh, we would just take a look at his video and let that break things down for us. But one of these ads was a very controversial, uh, some would argue blasphemous and uh, hearsay ad from a group called He Gets Us. This group that claims to be Christian published an ad with a bunch of um, still images of people kneeling down and washing the feet of other people in society. In this ad, there are people like a priest washing a gay man's feet, right? There's a uh, anti-abortion protester washing a girl's feet that maybe just had an abortion, presumably, right? Family planning clinic. And various other like power dynamics, like uh, here's a woman from a white picket fence neighborhood washing the feet of like a, a criminal alien migrant, right? That broke into our country. Here's a, here's a popular girl washing the feet of like a punk rock girl, I guess, maybe. So who is He Gets Us and what are these ads all about? Let's go ahead and look at this advertisement that's been ratioed into oblivion, okay? Let's actually watch the ad. Here we go. So here's the cop with like the black guy, the popular girl with the punk rock girl. A guy, like a climate activist, getting her feet washed. Notice that the only people ever getting their feet washed are the ones who are like the oppressor versus the oppressed. Okay? It's really important to understand this power dynamic because the entire ad is shot through a leftist worldview where like the climate activist uh, is getting, like the climate activist is being served. Migrant in the neighborhood. BLM protesters versus other BLM protesters, I guess. God, I, I can hear this protest. Uh, two, two a black man and a white man on a southern porch taking a bath together as they hold each other's hands. Uh, okay. <laughs> ah, there we go. So here's the thing, right?
right? And, and like, again, I simply claim, and I do this often, to be a simple Christian. Okay, so there's the ad. And now that you've seen it, if you haven't already, what are your feelings? Did this, uh, did you feel like it was a good advertisement? Did you feel like it triggered you in some way? Did you feel like it was uh, maybe like, like I did, like it was being a little manipulative, uh, tugging at people's heartstrings without necessarily accurately communicating what the gospel is all about. I think this is what uh, Benny Johnson is getting at here and how he initially introduces this idea of a power dynamic. So uh, one of the things that I did take note of when I watched this ad is that all of the people getting their feet washed are sort of the, if we're even allowed to use this word today, outcasts of society, those who have been oppressed, those who have been hurt or trampled on in some way, even if it's of their own choosing and choices that they've made in life. Uh, this was These were the uh, images that they chose to give to us. So I think there's something to be said for that. I think there's something to be said for the fact that there, there are a very particular set of images that are given to us. And I think it's appropriate to ask, what is behind these images? Why did they show these individuals? Why didn't they show Joe Biden washing Donald Trump's feet? And what would have been wrong with that? How would that have been a trigger to the audience that they were trying to reach? Is it even wrong to try to reach that audience in the way that they are? One of the things that's interesting about this is I think it demonstrates something that a lot of evangelicals are referring to today as progressive Christianity. So uh, when we talk about progressive Christianity, what we're really talking about is this modern liberal ideology sort of expressing itself in the form of uh, Christians, in the form of an outlook of the Bible. This is where you see the LGBT movement, uh, those who are affirming uh, people who struggle with some of these uh, things that uh, the Bible seems to refer to as sin and says, hey, no, it's okay to do that, but just come to our churches. This is the demographic that it seems like this advertisement is attempting to reach out to. And so what exactly is wrong with that? Why should we not try to reach that demographic? And if we do try to reach that demographic, because certainly God wants us to reach all people, how should we? So let's continue as Benny gives his thoughts on what the Bible actually has to say about this topic. Okay, I am not even remotely a theologian, nor do I pretend to be. I'm a simple Christian. I simply read my Bible, and not even all of the Bible. I've, I've read the Gospels, right, for instance. And so in the Gospels, what they're talking about is the washing of the feet uh, story with Christ, where, to summarize this, Christ washed the feet of his apostles, his closest followers, people that would become saints inside of the church, right? Peter, who said, you, you won't wash my feet because you are the Christ. Right, And then Christ washed their feet, washed all of the uh, apostles' feet, and said, you call me teacher and Lord, rightly for that is who I am. Now that I am your teacher and Lord, I've washed your feet, so you should also wash one another's feet. I've set an example for you, as I have done for you, very truly, no servant is greater than his master, messenger greater than the one who sent him. Uh, so, so, okay, so what, what Christ is saying here is that I have, uh, even though I am the Lord, I have humbled myself and I've served you, and you should also be servants. All right, that is a that is a good message. It's important to like actually look up the scriptures and 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 read from them, right? Instead of my interpretations of them. 
And so why are so many Christians, a lot of them who I deeply respect uh, 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 and probably have far more theological knowledge than I do, like hate this ad? Well, because actually, um, while, while Christ did wash feet and didn't teach hate, Christ also didn't teach tolerance. This is really important. Like Christ did hang out with sinners because all people are sinners. Uh, Christ went and hung out with like very unpopular people, prostitutes, tax collectors, but he didn't do that in order to compliment them or to embrace or affirm their sinful lifestyles. He did that to correct them. For instance, ladies and gentlemen, when the prostitute uh, washed Christ's feet, which of course was an act of servitude uh, in the Bible, uh, Christ said, I don't condemn you, go and leave your life of sin. Sin no more. Here's every translation here. In every translation, Christ says, do not sin anymore to Mary Magdalene, who was a prostitute. Do not sin, please. Go and sin no more. Do not sin any longer from now on. From now on, sin no more. Like, that was actually the message of Christ using the words of Christ. So, Christ is not about, like, Jesus Christ did not preach tolerance. What this ad, to me, seems to be projecting is that everything is permissible. And that everyone's lifestyle and every choice, sinful or not, is, is to be uh, not only appreciated, but to be encouraged and celebrated, no matter how nihilistic or selfish or degenerate or sinful it is. I mean, there, there's literally a woman at abortion clinic, which is murder, okay? That is what it is, okay? That's the way I see it. That's the way my, my religion sees it. That's the way, that's what the, that's what Christ teaches. That's what the 10 commandments say, way back in the old books. Okay, thou shalt not murder. Pretty high up there. Like, th this ad seems to be, like, saying, nope, all of this is permissible, which is actually not what Christ did when he came into, con in, in, when he came into contact with sinners. He said, go and sin no more. I mean, it seems pretty simple. Christ didn't teach tolerance. Christ taught salvation and to be born again. Okay, so again, Benny Johnson sort of hitting at this idea that what uh, is taught in the Bible about Jesus is different than maybe sometimes what we see in pop culture. Now, of course, we've got to default to what the Bible teaches about Jesus. I don't know if you've ever thought this through before, but uh, you actually can't know Jesus apart from the Bible. The Bible is the historical record of how we know God. And so uh, if someone's going to make an assertion about Jesus, that Jesus is love, and of course, Jesus is love. But if someone's going to make an assertion that Jesus is love, Jesus is holy, Jesus is caring, Jesus is a nice guy, then they have to get it in some way from the gospel record, because the gospels were written by the people who knew Jesus, who watched him, who saw him behave and do the things that he did and the miracles that he did. Now, uh, kudos to Benny here, because what he does as someone who, again, is not a trained theologian, is just have the common sense to know the Bible 
even just to the capacity that he does and see that there's a difference between what's being presented in this commercial and the Jesus of the Bible. Because while it's not inherently wrong to show just the compassionate side of God, when you do that to a point that you are trying to subvert other parts of the Christian message, then that's wrong. And that's one of the things we see taking place here. So you don't have to be a theologian to see what we're talking about. Again, how did this commercial impact you? How did it make you feel when you saw it? Did you have the same kind of reaction that I did where it seemed like it was showing the good side of Jesus, washing the feet of different various people and culture. Now, this actually comes from a Bible story where Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. And in, in his day, uh, in similar manner to today, this, this would have been unthinkable for a master to wash the feet of his servants. People have servants to wash their feet, not to wash the feet of the servants. And so Jesus was actually making a statement by doing this. He was setting an example of what we would call servant leadership. It's a great principle, whether you are uh, involved in a church or in some kind of organization, uh, you own a business. Servant leadership is what Jesus demonstrated for us. It really is why we exist. We exist to be God's servants. We exist to help our brothers and sisters out there in the world to make it through this life. One of the greatest ways we can do that is by proclaiming the gospel to them so that they can repent of their sin and come to know the God of life, experience true life that Jesus has to offer. The commercial, unfortunately, comes across by just showing one dynamic of Jesus' foot washing, and that is the one in the position of power bending down to uh, wash the feet and be the servant of, of the one that is their servant, so to speak. Did Jesus call us to wash the feet of other people? Absolutely, he did. And not just physically speaking, this was just a symbol and a metaphor for how we are to serve other people in the world, especially as Christians. However, one of the greatest ways that we can serve people is by preaching and proclaiming God's great gospel to them. And Benny alludes to this when he talks about Jesus calling the woman who was caught in adultery to go and sin no more. So Jesus shows compassion, but Jesus also calls us to a lifestyle that reflects God's character in our lives. And the message that seems to be coming from progressive Christians is that we can accept people for who they are without expecting any sort of change, any sort of transformation in their life from the power of the gospel. One other thing I'd like to point out before we move on is the end message of the commercial, and that is that Jesus did not, quote, hate, because this is a word that is just really being abused and leveraged as a form of manipulation today on people by telling them that they are bigots and hateful if they preach God. So just something to consider as we move along. You are not hateful if you preach against sin. You are not hateful if you are a Christian and you believe in the Bible, literally. And you are not a, you are not hateful. You are not a bigot if you just are trying to pursue a godly Christian lifestyle. So that's one of those subtle things that they, they try to slip in there today to redefine uh, what God's Word actually says about morality and how people should live. And one other important thing about Christ is that Christ really didn't like people who subverted the church. This is something also that is very scary, something that actually keeps me up at night, quite frankly. I never want to portend or to 
ascribed unto myself some type of like um not like knowledge beyond like what i have read in the scriptures themselves i don't claim to be some type of great teacher i don't claim to have some type of intrinsic wisdom i just read the bible as it is okay so let's read the bible as it is when christ was confronted with sinful activity inside of the church uh this 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 using the church as like a marketplace and an animal shelter and to like make profit off of hmm gotta have some profit if you're gonna spend 14 million dollars on Super Bowl ads, what did Christ do? He made a whip out of cords. This is from John 2, 15. He drove them from the temple courts, sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and flipped their tables. Jesus made a whip with ropes and chased them out of the temple, drove the sheep and cattle, scattered them when he was like confronted with sin against the church, with using the church for profit. This is where he gets... Get tweets like this. He gets us. <laughs> Jesus making a whip. He gets us. <laughs> yeah. So what it really seems like to me is that these are leftists that are um, engaging in hearsay, bastardizing the teachings of the church for their own political ends. You'll notice that along every single line, dividing line here is some type of hot button issue for left-wing causes softening up the Christian church and saying, nope, it's time to get on your knees and it's time to simply tolerate everything that we want to shove down your throats. And that's actually not the message of Christ. If I may be so bold as to interpret the scriptures that I've read, they hate you. Now, this gets to the heart of one of the most important things Benny Johnson is saying about this commercial, and that is it does not accurately capture the heart the character, and the intent of Jesus. And he's saying that by pointing out different episodes in which Jesus seemed to be intolerant by today's standards, or Jesus seemed to be hateful by today's definition. Now, was God hateful? Of course God was not hateful. The Bible teaches that God is love, but the Bible also shows us, the gospel authors show us a Jesus, and they saw Hey, Jesus, firsthand, they witnessed these things, go into the temple with a whip and chase people out. That says something about the character and the nature of God. It says that God hates sin. The good news for us as sinners is that God is also compassionate, but God isn't only compassionate. So what can we understand about God from this? It's that God will chase sin out of our lives. And if we get to a point where we are a bad influence on those around us, we might be the ones that God chases out. So be careful. One of the other things Benny said that got my attention was his use of the word hate, just at the end of that clip where he said, they hate us. And I'm not sure if, if this is how he intended it, but I thought as I heard him say that, that there is sort of a, uh, almost a flip of the accusation in the sense that those who are saying today that Christians are being bigoted or Christians are being hateful are themselves hating humanity and culture by not preaching and sharing the truth with them, the whole truth of who God is. And I think that is one of the dangers when we try to make a God in our own image according to the way we think and see things. There's just such a unique difference about the God of the Bible and the person of Jesus Christ 
the way that he is presented that separates itself from every other religion in human history. When you really come to know him, you see these differences and you can spot the fake. Was Jesus tolerant? Not in the way that people use the word today. Jesus had mercy on people, but when he did, he said, go and sin no more. Turns out that the people behind the He Gets Us ads don't even claim to be Christians. Well, what do you know? It includes people who don't believe in Jesus, don't believe Jesus was the Son of God, or but simply have a deep admiration for Jesus or curious about Jesus, the Jesus story. This explains a lot. He Gets Us. He gets us as a diverse group of Jesus followers. Oh, that's an interesting way to say that. With a wide variety of faith journeys and lived experiences. Our work represents the input from Christians who believe that Jesus is the Son of God, as well as many others who, though not Christians, share a deep admiration of the man who Jesus was and are deeply inspired by the curiosity to explore the story. Here's another thing that Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. That one I know by heart. So this isn't going to fly. Not for me to actually tell you that. You can just read that in the scriptures if you cared to. But it seems like these people uh, in the He Gets Us, here's the actual webpage, how did the story of a man who taught and practiced unconditional love become associated with hatred and oppression of so many people? This is like leftist swill propaganda. This is agitprop. This is not, this has no place in the church. So here, Benny is getting to the heart of the issue. Who are the people that created this ad? Some of them identify as non-believers. So what perception will they give you of Jesus? One of the things about progressive Christians is that they seem to just focus on the fact that Jesus didn't judge. However, there's one thing we do know is that Jesus is the judge and Jesus will judge in fact, as Christians, this is one of the unique characteristics about us. We go around and tell people about that judgment because we love them. In fact, according to Jesus, there is a direct relationship between our actions and what we believe on the inside. The Bible nowhere teaches that we will be perfect people, but that forgiven people act better as time goes by. They learn how to be more like Jesus. This is the whole idea of Christianity. It's that we're not perfect, but that we seek to be better in our relationships toward one another. So does this ad actually speak for Christianity? I think it's worth considering those who funded it and the thought, the intent, and the ideology that seems to be fueling the message. I think the bottom line is that we can't say we're actually loving people and accepting people, and in fact, being tolerant to the degree that we are overlooking their sin without actually sharing the truth with them. That is part of being loving. Just something to think about for those of us who are actively pursuing a deeper walk with Jesus. And Benny will highlight this even more in this final clip where we look at the character and the nature of Jesus while he walked on this earth. He said, go and sin no more. He didn't say you're perfect as you are. Like, that. those are the words. That's the, the words of the Bible. And then over here, this is John 2, 15. Christ made a whip and beat people and flipped tables. He made a scourge of small cords and drove them out of the temple, the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables. 
Well, um, okay. What is that supposed to mean? That's not, <laughs> that's not, not unconditional love. That's Jesus actually being quite angry. I've never made a whip and whipped people before. I don't think I've ever flipped a table out of anger. That's a very angry person to have done that. And that was the son of God. And it seems like these people are, uh, are, are manipulating the soft hearts and minds of a weakened Christian church uh, in order to further divide the country and usurp uh, the actual teachings of the Bible. You should be deeply wary of it. This is a subversion tactic. Don't be fooled. I know you won't. It's your boy, Benny. Like, share, and subscribe. Stay based and read your Bible. All right. Well, great job, my friend, on that video. I, I, what do you think about Benny Johnson's explanation of the he gets us advertisement during the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I thought it was well done. I thought he looked at every element of uh, the issue, those who made it, uh, what they're trying to communicate, the different images that were intentionally shown versus ones that weren't. And then how do those things, how does the overall message reflect the God of the Bible? Does it really give us a full picture of who Jesus is? And is this picture of Jesus that we receive from something like this, modern progressive Christianity, is this Jesus capable of actually saving someone? Or does he just tell them that they're okay the way that they are? I think that's why the He Gets Us campaign has rubbed some church people the wrong way. But I want you to prayerfully consider these things for yourself and think about how Jesus is presented in the Bible and how we should communicate that Jesus to the world. Can you actually say as a Christian that the message you're giving others, either through your lifestyle or through your words, is the message of the gospel that carries with it the salvation that people so desperately need? That's the message that they need to hear. That's the message that we want to share because that's the message that is ultimately best for all of society's outcasts and the people who so desperately need him. Each and every one of us are sinners and wow, do we need God. So we should preach the gospel because only in the gospel is God's great power of salvation found. I'm Pastor AJ. If you like this video, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can also uh, go to PastorAJ.com and become a subscriber to my, not only my channel, but also my ministry where you can get extra content. Uh, I've got some merch available for you too that helps you to communicate God's great gospel to your world. We love you and we'll see you in the next video.